Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth with Eden and Kim, shifting you into higher consciousness, the show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, special interviews with inspiring guests, intuitive readings, channeled messages from beyond, including celebrities, hot topics to expand your awareness, and time for questions from the audience. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, and magical moments. Well, hello again, everyone. It's Kim and and excited to be here episode 18 already and just been super exciting with the great feedback and getting thousands of listeners and um, just a lot of excitement around each episode how it's touching people's lives and we have a very special exciting guest on that we'll announce in a bit but one of the things that we're extra excited about is our episode we did recently on mental health awareness and suicide awareness is doing extremely well and getting extreme notice with Stephanie Laurent, thank God for her. And so we we really decided that that's going to be our main cause and passion. We're going to have a little bit of that in each episode and have a lot more experts on that topic. And our passion as part of this is to change the culture, culture of mental health and have more people be okay with talking about mental health awareness, suicide awareness, drug addiction, any kind of addiction, anytime when you don't feel okay, feeling like it's okay to ask for help. And ironically, last night, I was at Elton John. I went to Elton John concert. How was that? And, and my daughter, my 13-year-old, is an old soul, and so she begged to go. And, um, and it, was, it was very magical. It was great. I mean, just you feel, the, his, you feel his energy, you know? And, and a friend of mine said, like, she saw him years ago when he was really having difficulties, and his energy was more fragmented then. And now it's like his energy fills up the whole Honda Center. It's like I'm getting goosebumps. Hmm. And one of the things, of course, he, sound, he sounds just as amazing as always, even better live, you yeah. know. How old is he? And I think he's like 73 or 72 wow. and has a family with kids now. And this, this is his like last time around. He said, he's, right? so this is what was beautiful and it's related to the mental health awareness. He, he gets up and it was very like a choked up moment. Like everybody started crying. He uh-huh. cried. I think he cried. Um, but he talked about how this is his last time playing in Anaheim. He's like, I got to mm, dedicate ooh. the rest of my life to my family. Chills now. <laughs> and he talked about all the stuff he's, he's done for AIDS and everything. But also he said, I want to talk about mental health awareness. And he said, please know it's okay to ask for help. He goes, yeah. I wouldn't be here today having this magical life. He goes, I want to thank all of you. I love all of you. But I was a mess. I was in millions of directions. I didn't even know who I was or where I was going. And he goes, I dared to finally ask for help. And now I got help and I have this great life in every way and, and, and I really like appreciate every bit of it and he just got real choked up and beautiful and to say that to that many thousands of people mm-hmm. was life changing I feel for a lot of people like oh they got permission now they feel like it's okay to ask it, for help it's not shameful anymore yeah and so that was that was the thing that stood out to me the most because it was besides the great music of course mm-hmm. you know but um, I just felt more people in the industry and in the media need to come out and just be okay with that and like the songs you know like like I was just on the way here listening to the song by Sean Mendes you know like when he talks like he feels like giving up but he can't you know he doesn't oh, want to yeah. give up and I think more people need to just be okay with with being in the forefront like okay we're human and we all go through stuff you know oh yeah well, our guest today is going to be talking about that too but I think it's so important like you said we're gonna help 
we'll do what we can do our part in changing the culture, changing the perspective, mm-hmm. exactly. making it safe for people to talk to each other, get help, ask for help. So what's our new idea? Well, we're, we're going to do something really cool. Like, well, we think we feel good about it, that every time we have a guest on, we're going to ask them what they do when they feel down, sad, depressed, lonely. Mm-hmm. Um, and what do they do? Yeah, all of that, anxious. Um, because we think we want people to know that these feelings aren't bad. Feelings are, are good. You know, they, every part of us, good, bad, messy, it's all okay. Mm-hmm. You have to love all the parts of yourself. But I don't think people embrace that. Or they co- they lie and cover it up because they're afraid to come out with it and they put on a mask. And, and we were researching and one in five adults in the U.S. experience some sort of mental health issue yeah. yearly. And I think that's even, it's more than that. Because I, I thought about it on the way here. I'm like, I almost, I don't think I can name anyone who doesn't have something, you know, going on, like where they're struggling in some way with something or at least have had that, you know? Yeah, I do. I see a lot of clients, maybe new clients come to me and spirit always wants to go in the direction of healing and going back in their, to their childhood to heal something. Mm -hmm. And they'll say, oh, I don't, there's nothing wrong. I have, I've been you know, through it. I've been through therapy already. I don't have anything to talk about. I'm yeah. fine. But sure enough, there's always something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's not a bad thing. It's just we have more work to do. We're always growing. Yeah. And then something new could come up that triggers something old that was way deep, deep, deep down. You thought you did the healing. And then it's like, oh, uh oh, this came back. And yeah. I got to go back and get that yeah. part healed. Yeah. Well, a lot of people are opp- oppressed. They don't even know that they have something that's sitting inside there but it shows up in different ways repressed well some people get oppressed repressed, oppressed yeah oppressed from <laughs> other people though other people can uh-huh they shut can them be, down yes so yes but or we can repress ourselves our own feelings but um yeah the things show up physically that yeah. we and that's when our body's telling us hey got to listen something's going on sometimes it turns into disease back pain headaches, anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a sign. Yeah. And so the key is just don't ever sit there and do nothing. Always try to find somebody to get help from or talk to somebody. Yeah. yeah. So we will start asking that question. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm excited. Well, I'm happy to have our next guest on and um, she's here. So why don't you introduce her? Okay. So uh, it's honor an honor to have you on. It's Eden Sassoon, and welcome. Thank you, ladies. You're Thank you, Eden. You're Thank welcome. You, Kim. <laughs> yeah, she has a great energy. Like she I has feel a, your energy. Yeah, she sure does. And you know what? She also has a great name. I, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Eden and Kim. I was like, hey. right at home. <laughs> Could be your show. Nah. Um, okay, so um, I'm just gonna read a little bit about her. Eden is the daughter of a of the health and beauty pioneer Vidal Sassoon. Uh, she's always understood the importance of conscious living. She's an avid fitness enthusiast, owns two Pilates studios, one with uh, yoga as well in one of those studios. And she's six plus years sober. Awesome. And yes, <laughs> she's you. an explant advocate and the mother of two beautiful children. Hmm. Sounds so simple. Part. We're the mothers of two children, too. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. So, Eden, welcome. Let's ask the question. That was a beautiful. <laughs> this that was a beautiful opening, by the way. Am I the first one to answer this question? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, yeah. how do you handle when you feel low or depressed or anxious? How do you cope? Well, I feel those ways, and I. I think initially I'll go for the food and I want to eat to stuff the feelings, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which turns into the obsession of exercise because I know that I'll then push, push, push and work it off, which then turns into me throwing out my back, which leads to the universe saying, you need to slow down Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and or I'll isolate Mm -hmm. and not want to talk to anyone because I know that when I, I'm in my higher self and I just step into the yes or being present that all will show up very clearly and the right things will continue to happen. Mm-hmm. It's when I pull away from that that I am lonely, I'm lost, I want to overeat. I don't drink anymore, but that used to be my go-to. Um, not alone. I would kind of just shut down and, and be quiet. Mm. and go inward as opposed to taking that energy and putting it out outside of self which is why I love to exercise so much because it's it is one way for me to direct that energy mm-hmm. and to let it out whether that's good or not it's better than some other things I could be doing um, and the positive way I meditate mm. I do breath work. Mm. I scream and I yell and I release the energy. I call a friend. Mm-hmm. I have great conversations like you and I even did the other day. Um, I help someone else. I get out of my own way mm-hmm. and stand in for someone else. And then it tends to just disappear, whatever I thought the problem was. Um, or I really go for some serious work. And I know that in stepping into this, that it's going to be the work, whether it is therapy or anything that I do in the healing world, which is mainly where I'll go first um, or redo, you know, the 12 steps in AA, Mm -hmm. uh, which is kind of where I'm at right now. But really step into, all right, this is this is the work you have to do. And there's no, you know, let's run to the kitchen. Let's get the ice cream. Let's turn it into sugar. Let's wake up. Poor me. What did I do wrong? Like, come on. You're at a place in life right now that you're you can step into self and stand up for the right thing. And what is that right thing? I guess that's all relative, but um, I know what the right thing is for me. And I know when I'm off mm-hmm. center. So you're taking accountability or responsibility now I'm instead of the, choosing. Yeah. I'm doing the best I can. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the, the, the food issue is so one that um, I use to sh- stuff the feelings and isolate. So if I, overeat then I don't have to go on that date because I don't feel right Mm. and I'm not sexy or pretty or thin enough and he's not going to like me anyway so why don't I just cancel Mm -hmm. self-sabotage 100% but you have awareness so it helps yes and I I love your vulnerability and it's funny because it reminds me of what I said about Elton John because he'll in interviews he'll admit he'll go I got off alcohol I got off drugs but I still over shop and sometimes a little bit overeat. Yeah. And it's like, well, we all have, you know, it's like you're, we're always a work in progress. And I think like completely, n- there's no such thing as perfect. Never. And so we just have to do the best we can. Yeah. You know, completely. I mean, I hear I put it imperfect, perfectly imperfect. You know, it's, it's mm. as if like every time we get to a place where you think, oh, I'm comfortable here. Well, <laughs> guess what? There's 
that next step and that yeah. next step. Yeah, yeah, totally. So why do you think so many, I've seen it, I mean, so many people in the public that aren't famous or aren't, haven't been in the public eye, they just think everybody else is perfect. And so they'll look to people. Yeah. yeah, And they, so then they aspire to be that way. And so that's why I think it's beautiful. You were just vulnerable because it's breaking that, that paradigm or that that these young girls that think that they have to be perfect well it's not just them because my daughter is one I have well there's a few things there I have an issue with this whole thing of fame I don't you know what does fame mean like oh this person is like really unless you're doing something positive for this world and and a community or people then it's like what is fame that's I think a definition that needs to shift at some point because the focus is on all these you know granted we're in Hollywood so you know people that have a following or this or that or whatever it is they're doing but are they doing things that we need in this world to really shift who we are and so yes I always try to be not try I always am vulnerable I always am Mm -hmm. my true self or I'm not perfect in any way and and it's painful and and what does perfect mean and it's you know my daughter from from age 14 I'm watching these girls grow up and I'm also have a friend who's 48 and she's like I I really thought that you know seeing you on housewives and that you all were just like this I'm like Jen you know you know that I talk about like I'm the first one to say hey look at me I had a facelift and this is exactly how what it's like and here's day one to day 30 and any questions you have call Mm -hmm. let's talk about it or you know this is how you do this or you think we're not just born this way it Mm -hmm. takes a lot of effort and then the hair and the makeup and the glitz and the glamour and the clothes and the ugh, it's exhausting to be Mm -hmm. honest truly exhausting i remember you on the housewives i don't know if you want to say that you were calling people out but you were trying to get people to (laughs) be more authentic and i love you for saying that because the only people that are that can actually see that that are like that can see that that's what i was doing instead of being nosy and in your face oh i know they they Mm -hmm. thought you were gossiping or drama yeah you weren't doing that uncomfortable that makes them uncomfortable. Well, I think yeah. it makes anybody uncomfortable, but in a positive way. I love, please, bring, make me uncomfortable mm-hmm. by all means. Like, that makes me grow. Yeah. That makes me have to work harder right. at self. And you yeah. want the people around you to be at that same place, yeah. in that same place. Otherwise, it's boring. Yeah. It, or you're not, you can't be your true self. No. No, I definitely was a fish out of water in that situation. And, and I felt it like it was that heavy, heavy, heavy darkness that sat on me. Because mm-hmm. every time I tried to be my true self, I mm-hmm. was shot down in a way that was so not me, nor mm-hmm. how I was raised. I was raised with respect and dignity and humility. And it was just complete chaos. Mm-hmm. And so I literally turned into like this big. Oh, I know that you feeling. You had so much energy on you because you're oh. an empath. Yeah, it took years. Look, I got the chills. It took years, um, just recently, even to to really come back to recover self. Yeah. to recover to from rec- that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I can completely empathize with that. Do so, you feel they made you? Because I have. Yeah, a few I was going to ask. The I don't want to name who they are, but I, there was a few friends I had on the sh- different episodes yeah, yeah, ones. Yeah. And they said they stopped it because they were telling them they had to fight and cause drama. Well, they I know what they wanted from me. I know how to play that game now. But would I want to sell myself, my soul for that game? for the extra couple bucks, right. it's not who I am. Mm-hmm. And if there's, you know, if there's a, a reality show out there that's based in a reality of a world that you need to kind of heighten that 
sense of where we are or what we're doing or how our conversation is going or the depth of who, you know, I can do that. But like, I'm not going to turn this into to, to more than than what it is from my perspective. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you look at that cast, you know, there's a bunch of actresses. So that's what they're trained to do. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It and doesn't I, fit you. I always, you know, the thing about acting is like, isn't it hard enough just to be your authentic, true self? Like really authentic and true self then have to step into the role and play someone else? Yeah. Hmm. It's fascinating to me. And when you're really, really, really great at it and that's your craft, whoa. Like that's almost then like, it's an art. Yeah. It's an art, and it's it's you have to go to places that sometimes I don't know if I'd really want to go. Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you can suffer with that too. Of yeah. course, yeah, definitely. Wow. So, can we talk about your childhood? What was it like growing up with Dad Vidal Sassoon? <laughs> you know, I didn't know any. I didn't. Not that I didn't know any different, and that because that sounds wrong. Because he made sure that I knew different. He made sure that I was in parts of this world that some might choose never to go, but that I saw that what I had and that how what I was given and born into this family, but it wasn't because it was given to him. It was because he worked his ass off for it. Mm-hmm. Excuse me for swearing. But <laughs> he, so it, it wasn't like, oh, you know, here, you take all this. No, he made sure that I knew what I was given and that I respected it, and that at a certain age, I got a job. And so at 15, 16, 17, I worked. I always, always, always had to work. And wow. I lived paycheck to paycheck to paycheck to paycheck for a long, long, long time until he gave me the opportunity to open my first business. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't just here, you know, take it all. Because I would go to dad and I'd say, dad, I know I feel this and I'm gonna feel this. And he would tap me on the shoulder and he's like, darling, just go do something for someone else. Well. Mm. But part of that was sad because I just wanted my dad to hear me. Mm-hmm. Of course. But the other side that I know now is like, thank you, because he's absolutely right. It's not about me. Mm. None of this is about me. No, it's about any of us. Like, what are we doing here? Unless it's really that energy that's flowing with us all, you know? And I think a lot of the times people get so um, narcissistic or, or you really think this is all about you or anyone even cares for that matter. I mean, and I do it myself. I'm like, oh, my face or this or my butt or what? Like, shut up. You know, who fucking, who cares? Again, who cares? <laughs> but really. Good, yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it's really, it's amazing how we our brains are so powerful to think a certain way. And then that's how we live the rest of our life. And then what we do is we spend that second half of our life at 46, 47 and turn around and say, oh my God, I'm miserable. I'm not happy. Now I'm going to fight for my happiness. I'm going to spend the second half fighting for my happiness. But the mm-hmm. first half, I'm going to do what everyone tells me to do. Think what I, how they, I'm supposed to. Look how I'm supposed to. And fight for just being accepted. Mm-hmm. And then you have to turn around and say, oh, shit, that's not really what it was all about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, this is not a good game for these kids of all of ours to be playing. I mean, it's got to start off at a different place, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think that most people... You know, what? when did you feel it started for you? Like, I think most people don't bother to work on themselves and grow. And so it's easier to focus on the outside and the material things and the drama and the chaos that is going yeah. on. And yeah. so, but, but most people don't have the guts or don't even know how to start working on themselves. Yeah. You know, and shutting layers and all that stuff. Like, when did you feel that you really realized that? I was, well, my kids, my kids, my parents, yeah, my kids got divorced when I was seven. Um... And I was the one in the family. My sister was an addict. She overdosed, um, is not with us anymore. And so I was very, very, very young when I saw that this isn't right. 
I'm not feeling right. Something's wrong. I'm anxious. I'm crying myself to sleep every single night. My parents, just my kids, are sending me <laughs> to therapy. And I'm going on this man's couch and I'm not saying a word because I couldn't express what I was feeling. Mm. And every day after day, I'd just sit there. And then I would have dreams of my throat closing. Mm. Like I couldn't get it out. And then at, 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 when I was 17, 18, I wanted to get into acting, funny enough. But mm -hmm. that was to be able to get out of myself, to mm -hmm. get out of my own way. Mm -hmm. And the minute I was able to start finding certain parts of, of Eden and my spirit and my soul, it was like, whew. This is freedom. Mm -hmm. This is incredible. I don't want to. I don't want to be this person on this paper. No, 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 no. I want to fight for myself, and I'm going to fight hard. And of course, you know, along the way, there were a lot of ups and downs, and of still course. will be. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel there was a book or a person or a seminar or anything that like really triggered it? Like, oh, that got me on the the wagon of spiritual development or something like that. I mean, there were so many so many along the way as a kid it was always like running home and mu well, of course there was music and the artists that I love and through the music I found such joy and whether it be Madonna or Prince I would dress up like them and <laughs> and no literally awesome. like dress up but I was I look back I'm thinking oh my god Eden that's embarrassing but it's how great how fun yeah I wish we could do that now without being called crazy although I could right yeah who cares? <laughs> well, you can, yeah and they would call you crazy but would that matter they call anymore? me crazy now yeah no <laughs> those are the ones you don't want on your team anyway so. no definitely not <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was the same way with Prince I I would study the lyrics and like his In, his and his moves and his music has a certain healing vibration oh, yes. and so starting really young I same thing I would like just I would get like life's lessons through his lyrics and but the pain too like I would watch the movie or listen to certain songs and I would I, I, well me could just relate relate to this man so then I questioned myself was I born a female but am I really sort of this is interesting masculine do I have more masculine energy than female energy or and then I'm learning later on in life to really sort of connect with my goddess self mm -hmm. and bring her out as opposed to this masculine energy that I would just force and when I lost my father he she really came out in me mm. but um as a child I related to Prince because I guess he has a little bit of this feminine side that this beauty this this mm -hmm. what one would look at as a feminine goddess whereas I always tried to balance that I don't know I just found I, I related to him yeah have you ever read the heroine's journey no, but Speaking of goddesses, that was my first book that clicked, what clicked for me that I, I need to do some healing. But that one, I recommend really? it. Okay, I'm going to have to write that down because I forget. Yeah. But okay. it sounds very familiar for some reason. Okay, it's a small book. Oh, I like small yeah. books. But you know, one, one that we're both reading now that I think would oh, yeah. be totally where she's at, you might have read it, but it's good for the listeners to hear, um, is Oneness. Have you ever heard of that? Oneness. And it's by a woman named Rasha, and she channeled the whole book, but it's so, mm. it just helps you see where you're at in your level of ascension and involvement and like what everything means and how to look at the world and how to look at dramas and things. It's just, it's fascinating. So, I love it. I yeah. love it. I don't even look at dramas. Like, I really don't. I kind of just like, it comes at me and, 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 and. I, I have a quick second where I would go back to a place of either probably anger and rage and I don't and I just sort of like all right how do we how do I transition through this if I'm dealing with someone and I try to in the past I've taken the let's ignore them way which is not the right way for me um, and I sort of just say okay I hear you and 
we'll move through this and just kind of it just plays itself out mm-hmm. it's it's also helpful to see this person from a higher conscious place to be able to have compassion for where they're coming where they're from at. yeah like maybe it's your your spouse who's uh, acting out from Kick, his childhood kicked mm-hmm. him out a long time ago. <laughs> yeah not you <laughs> you're you're and you're out of here best friend whoever it is yeah but they more than likely they're in their pathology and they're acting out yeah. from their own childhood but they don't recognize it see and i think that's a beautiful quality for people to have and sometimes i get um let's be honest i get brutal and i'm like i'm gonna give you three chances or, you know, something like where, God, this is exhausting. If I have to step up into my higher self and consciousness, which I'm not saying I always do, and maybe that's why I've been single for seven years, because I don't know what that looks like to me. Mm-hmm. And it would be very interesting to, or when that happens. But I get like, sometimes I'll get angry. I'll be like, oh my God, this is, th- this is going to keep going. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're just not at the same place, same time. But yet, am I right for doing that? Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes you don't have the patience to be have that in your life anymore, you know? Yeah, but I don't know right or wrong on that one. I mean, (laughs) you know, a lot of it had I had I kept around would be just exhausting Mm -hmm. and 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 just me banging my head against the wall, you know, expecting something else and insanity. Yeah. And a lot of it, maybe I shouldn't let go so quickly because that's me protecting myself and protecting myself of what having to do the deep, hard work of, you know, the the back and forth of what love is and not with a man and a woman but with anybody for that matter Mm -hmm. so it's easy for me to put out a ton of love and and consistent to people that i connect with and what about get it back Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um mm, no it's not as comfortable Mm -hmm. the received love yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i i try and i'm open and I really, when I receive it, I try to sit in it and like, oh, okay, what does this feel like? And mm-hmm. where is this taking me? And am I, is, am I losing control? Will I go to not being able to eat too much or will I not work out? I don't know. My whole life is going to be out of control if someone loves me. Mm-hmm. Well, then what's going to happen? Like if I eat certain things and I, someone, he's not going to like me. And I mean, the whole thing just spins. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of it is our mind that's driving us crazy. You know, the, we all, all go through it, that right? sometimes. You know, and you have to, it's like you have to reprogram your mind and your thoughts and start observing them and going, okay, that's reminding me of who, who I'm not anymore. Like yeah. when that comes up, you go, oh, thanks, but that's who I am not anymore. I'm not that anymore. And sometimes it's even literally analyzing it to the point of, okay, well, why do I deserve this? And, and you know, finding those things that may, that you actually believe and know, why do I deserve this to come in? You know? Well, it's your value and your self-worth. What is it? Yeah, no. I Well, well you're saying it is. Yeah. 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 You deserve it because you're worthy of it. But if some people are questioning their self-worth, then right. they that's when they have a hard time with receiving their love yeah. from someone else. I mean, I guess just on the deepest level of myself, I think, um, I think I know my self-worth. But then when it gets put to the test and to really receive love in certain ways, um, definitely male female and when it comes to a deeper level relationship Mm -hmm. i it's at a certain point we'll sabotage it and make it clear that this is what i'm doing (laughs) so you're aware of it oh yeah yeah. i mean awareness is the key yeah (laughs) you can say up until in the past up until now i used to right in the past up until now i used to push every man away and i was very very good at it and now i'm um 
I'm actually the truth is I'm 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 working on that and not pushing mm-hmm. and allowing myself to to just be oh, present. That's I it. I have love life cards here. Oh, you oh. want me to pull a love life card? For I you? thought you specifically brought that in. Yeah, of course I, I do. I don't even know why I brought it. Like I had this feeling to bring it that happens all the time. She so needs it. I swear to God, I didn't plan no, on no, doing no, a card No, no, no. I believe for you. you. I just felt it right now. Oh, when I saw those on the table, I'm like, oh. I've been I've been yes. doing intuitive readings for like 17 years, so um, they're very accurate. So, okay, do you want to ask a question or just what is your message? What is your message? What I is think your that, message? what is my message? Okay. Is it wrong to say that the cards already know? Uh-huh. It says new love. <laughs> oh, <laughs> interesting. Okay, wait, let's see. Okay. And the new moon, right? New love so on the new moon. It says everything has a season. Um, there is a burst of fresh energy coming in. Um, this may be a mix of something to do with purpose and work, but also it says put the past behind you <laughs> and look forward to new energy coming into your life um, new connections mm. um, and then it says shooting stars falling into the hands of a whimsical young fairy stars symbolize ideals success good fortune destiny and achievement a wish coming true welcoming new things but it's interesting so it symbolizes both relationship and work yeah but your work sense. is related to something spiritual mm-hmm. um, that you're supposed to be doing and or like helping or healing or something but but the biggest assignment that that they're giving you is you're supposed to shift up your routine you're in habits of like mm-hmm. the same old way of thinking and doing things yes mm-hmm. that's what i was and just so getting it literally could be as simple as going a different way to work or traveling <laughs> or going <laughs> yes. to meet with a new friend or something but it also yes. could just be new ways of thinking like being so yeah. hyper aware of your thinking that you go well, I'm, I'm just change new, it. I don't want to be that anymore. I'm going right. to have a new belief. And at first, your whole being might not believe you and laugh and go, oh, yeah, right. You, you don't think that. But then <laughs> you have the power to yeah. start reprogramming to yes. shift that. Yes. And I so. believe that deeply. And thank you for picking that card. That is very true. Yeah. I mean, I just came up. It just happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So to add to that, I got that, too, when you were talking, the word habits that you just you can make a choice to get out of these thoughts that are they're not superficial these are these are limiting thoughts that you have yes and you're just so in your comfort zone yes, it's familiar you. to you say that but okay it's, it's so comfort yet it's so uncomfortable i know but but sometimes people are in a place where they feel like it's easier to complain about their life and rather than actually do what they want and find and because it's all right there for me i yeah, know that once yeah. i step just just right across yeah, that yeah. little line but you're just in that mode of you know poor me maybe or habits of i don't you know i don't i can't receive love but you know what that's the lie that it's you've a, been t- telling yourself for years it's a total it's lie. not true at all well it keeps safety of the old but the old isn't necessarily happy and fun but the new is like venturing into new like wow, i'm opening well, the doors to this new me well yeah the old is the old is only really if you think about it I'm only six and a half years old because I have had alcohol in my life up until that point mm-hmm. so nothing came to me without the freedom of of drinking which is actually not freedom it's complete just chaos mm-hmm. what's the age 13 something started at 13 that's what I'm getting that was a lot of pain 13 12 13 um where I was being shamed for wanting the food and hiding the food and my dad wanted me to be better and more and work out harder and harder and harder and so it all 
13 was sort of just, um, I think that was when he sent me to, to Weight Watchers. I went to fat camp. That's what we called okay. it, fat camp. That's the start. That's where they want you to start. That's where they, you have to heal the inner child, the 13-year-old. I healed her. Go Damn do it. some breath work on, around the 13-year-old. And she came back, obviously, because it was the seven-year. Oh, no. No, you're absolutely right. It was my seven-year-old, my three-year-old, and then the 13-year-old showed up, and now you're seeing her. Yeah. And I basically put her in the corner. I'm like, okay, I can't do this with oh, you right now. She wants to be seen now. Oh, man. Here we go. <laughs> She's a tough one. Oh, no, I'm going to cry. Oh, then that's exactly where you need to be. Yeah. Yep. You're absolutely right. You're, I, and if I don't, I'm stuck there. Yep. So we have to have you back on in six months and see. Nah. Your new, your no. New <laughs> but you know what? It, it, it can take an hour I'm, I'm for her to get yeah. past yeah. that. Yeah. No, you know? I know. I, yeah. meant, I meant we have to see how her new relationship's going. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I get it. I get it. And you're right. It could take. I, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty good at this. I can get in there and do some shifting and work yep. with the right people. And then, you know, I feel like it's she's present with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I keep getting like things happen in sevens a lot of times, seven year shifts and stuff. And I feel like your seven year mark, you're going to there's going to be like. Yeah, it's going to be this uh, whole December new in the new year. Yeah. Oh, is it December? Yeah. Ooh. See? Yeah. Yeah. So. It's good. You know, I'm at a place where I'm coming from, from, I, and I really just like to be present. So it's, it's also like, oh my God, we have to sit down and talk about that again. Can I just be present and here and sort of breathe through and tap into the fifth dimension? Cause this isn't fun for me. I know people yeah. are like, they want to skip to get, to yeah. get to the, to the good stuff, yeah, but you can't skip. No, you, I have you to do have this. to earn it. I have to do, do yeah. the work to get there. Well, it's interesting. Cause I, when I'm in healing sessions or things are happening, like I can get out and go there. And mm-hmm. I'm like, whoo. Yeah. And then you got to bring me back. I'm like, no, do I have to come back? Because <laughs> we have to coexist. Yeah. Yeah. So so <laughs> yeah. I'm working through it just like the next best human. Good. Love yourself through it. Yeah. And I think you're, you're talking today is going to help so many people also be open and, you know, have and really, that faith. We have. Yeah. Like, I'm good at being open. I'm good at sharing. I'm good at being present for you. But remember, I'm still working through my in deep, deep, deep stuff. And there's a project project coming up I'm working on with a girlfriend who who has gone through you know she got the gastric sleeve mm-hmm. and so it doesn't matter that she might be 50 to 100 pounds bigger than me but we suffer from the same brain telling us the same things mm-hmm. and having to push harder and and the food and the, the, so you know uh, we're the same I mm-hmm. look into you you look into me we're a reflection of one another and mm-hmm. I love you so thank God because <laughs> I get to see that in me and and the calmness and the stillness right here and, and you and I and the intuitiveness. And so I get to learn from you of like, wow, she's a powerful, beautiful, humble woman who that's me too. Mm-hmm. And so. And, and that, that's and, great for anyone to do. Like look into others to find things in yourself. And yeah. if you can see it in them, you're able to see that's it in yourself. That's what I always say. People, yeah. And that's beautiful for, for most people struggle with that. So it's like a great exercise to do. Yes, you know, I agree. Yeah. yeah. So. So, so thank you for being my mirrors today, ladies. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, and do you do you have anything interesting like you're doing projects or coming up or you want to talk about? There's I'm just sort of shifting from this. I love being a business owner, but it's not what I was brought here to do. And mm-hmm. so I closed my salon and I am, am you know, one of the Pilates studios come June I'm going to sort of let go of and I'm going to have one space for a while and I think it is. I well, it is. It's it's working with others. It's in healing myself and really listening and being present for others. And, and I can kind of, I have a way of, of digging deep really simply and they open cause mm-hmm. there's this comfort level. And then I sort of tap into that. What I haven't learned yet is where to 
soften it and, and make them feel really okay. I kind of go the hard love way, like my dad did to me, like, hey, cut you off at the neck, cut you off at the knees, and let's, you know, get, let's get to this. Which, you know what, we all have our own ways and styles, mm-hmm. and, and, and I don't know what that looks like yet. But I do know that it could take a lifetime, or at 46, I can get this shit done mm-hmm. and make it happen. And yeah. so the long I sort of cover and coax and oh it's okay you know what it's not let's do this and let's do this now mm-hmm. and so and if I, and if i can do this i know that you can do this so so what is the organization well we're just working on on again because it comes from the mental health side of it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and how we look at ourselves women men children everybody um and then using food as a tool just like it was alcohol for me or men or whatever it may be it's food and it was started with food and it's still food. So, um, we're, we're just opening up that conversation just like we're doing Mm -hmm. here and, and kind of seeing where it lands. Yeah. You'll be guided with what you're supposed to do with it. Yeah. Okay. So awesome. Is there a way for people to follow you or on my Instagram? Yeah. What's your Instagram? My name, Eden Sassoon, two S's, two O's. (laughs) Yeah. And and be careful because I am truth very truthful. I say this to you that that are listening because um, sometimes people, for the most part, everyone who does follow me is very loving and very open. But sometimes people don't like my truth, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But I just ask that if you if you want to come at me and have a conversation, just know that I will go there. Yeah, good, bad, or ugly. But I think we, that's refreshing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> yeah. You. So. Well, thank you. Um, thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show. And I really mean it. We're going to, we want to have you back on. No, um, happy to come whenever. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Is there anything you're thinking over there that I need to know? <laughs> oh, Eden. You have any last Eden. words for her? She's no, looking I'm, at me with this beautiful, like. Amusement. Stintri- yeah. Something's going on. <laughs> no, you know what? I just had Prince on my mind for some reason. And he wanted to, hmm. I don't know. Do you have something to say about him? you're gonna make me cry (laughs) no like i really like well you have this pit i just love i loved him i loved him you can still love um i know and you said you actually said that Mm -hmm. the other day and i felt his presence and i you know what it's hard for me when i lose people Mm -hmm. and i never wanted to love my dad because i knew i would lose him one day and then when he got terminally ill that happened and so i tend to have this switch my on off switch and i just when they're gone i flip it off and so then it hardens my heart Mm. and he was one of my first prince was one of my first um musicians people whatever mm-hmm. humans that really impacted me huge impact um i don't think i've cried for him since well, i was a kid he's, he's, he's watching over you he has your uh, best interest i tr- I, be- I believe it i do i believe it as crazy as that sounds i truly thank you well if you see a purple he comes across as a purple i do light, i get so, the yeah. i get the purple when i certain things I've done and the little whites and then they turn to go and then they're purple. Yeah. They're purple and they're beautiful. So I'll take purple all day. He's just saying show up for yourself. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I wonder if that's him because that message comes to me all all the time. That's what comes. Just show up and show up. That's it. Just show up. Just show up. It's got to be then. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Thank you. I need that little cry. I'm going to go home and let it really out. (laughs) Well, that's I love mentioning Prince because that's really the back, you know, story of why we're even doing the podcast. Which is beautiful, by the way. I'm 100% with you 
on, on that. Yeah. Completely. So thank you. Extra love that. <sighs> so anyway, thank you all for listening and um, we're excited because next episode 19, we have a special celebrity guest and a mental health advocate as well. So we're excited for that. Thank you, Eden. Thank you, ladies. I'm telling myself thank, thank you. Eden. you. Yes, thank you, Eden thank and Eden. Eden. <laughs> thank you, Kim. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. For more information on Eden, go to EdenSuston.com. For more information on Kim, go to KimLifeCoach.com. Make sure to follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. If you loved this episode, you'll love every episode. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Thank you for listening.